0: Before we get started today, Michelle and I just want to say that we support the Black Lives Matter movement. We see you, we hear you, and we stand with you. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, not disasters,
1: you got it. It's fine. Just go with it. Natural disasters and yeah. everything else in between. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> I like to step in when I can. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was struggling there. All right. You're like, bitch. I'm doing it over. <laughs> no, I'll keep
1: it. That's fine. Um. All right. So it's been a crazy week. It has been. It's been very emotional. Yeah. I find myself almost a little bit like depressed this whole week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's just feeling like. I don't know, almost powerless. I guess. Yeah, I think that's. Well, and I made the mistake of also watching the Epstein documentary on Netflix. So it was like I was already enraged. Yeah. And then you know, all this happened with George Floyd, and it's like it just brought even more rage to my heart. And yeah, I really hope some serious change like happens. happens. It's time, my God. Yeah, this is ridiculous.
0: It is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Ugh. I don't even want to talk about what we're drinking or anything. I know. I'm
0: like on a happier note. (laughs) It's like no. My fiance and I are seeing wedding venues today. That is a happier
1: note. That'll be fun.
0: Yeah. That'll be fun. I think we're just gonna (laughs) narrow it down today, hopefully, and just go for it.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Um, but what are we drinking today, Michelle?
1: Well, we are drinking grasshoppers uh, for the dear Jiminy Cricket. Is that how you say his name? I feel like yeah, I said it. Yeah, Jiminy Cricket.
0: No. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. Yeah.
1: Yes. Let's all make a wish on a star. And is that what he sings? Can you sing a little bit for us, Caitlin? When you wish a. Copyright. <laughs> I,
0: <know. laughs> I was like, oh, good old Terry. <laughs> uh no we decided
1: we're keeping with the disney theme for a yeah. little bit longer and uh grasshoppers sound good we still have that goddamn cream demand yeah so we gotta
0: <laughs> use that because we can use with it with
1: oh uh, we made also um so let's go back to the grasshoppers. Okay. so the grasshoppers are actually super easy to make and very delicious and actually, my understanding is these aren't classic grasshoppers. Okay. But, oh, well. All right. So, it's cream de menthe mm-hmm. and then uh, white chocolate liqueur. So, we had some Godiva mm-hmm. white chocolate uh, liqueur. So, we use that. Delicious. And then you um, add just a little bit of cream and then you shake it. So, it's like one part cream de menthe, one part... Uh, White chocolate liqueur. There it is. Yeah. And then like a half a part or a quarter part of cream. Okay. And then you shake it in a shaker and pour it out into a martini glass. And, and turns out it's just effing delicious. Yeah. It's like mint chocolate chip ice cream that yeah, you drink. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, like a good. melted ice cream. Yeah. Ooh, it was really tasty. It was
1: tasty. And then we also uh, tried, because we had all the stuff here, of making junior mint shots. Yes. And so that's cream de menthe, the creme de coco, or, or white chocolate liqueur. Yeah. And a little bit of Malibu mm-hmm. rum. rum, yeah. So it's like a little coconutty, yeah. and that was good. It was yeah. very alcoholic. Yeah, you taste
0: alcohol in that one for yeah. sure.
1: Whereas this, you can probably drink that all day long.
0: Oh yeah, that's easy. Ooh, yeah. All right, so there you go. There's the Jiminy Cricket.
1: Yes, that we renamed. Yeah. <laughs> in, thank you Disney. Thank you Disney.
0: All right. All right.
1: So, uh, should we just jump into the stories? Yeah, I'm just going to continue to drink you and go. you you get us rolling, Caitlin. All right. So, set the scene for your story. Well, if you this, will.
0: I will. I just, I just talk right over you. Sorry. I get it. Uh, <laughs> so, this story is about Lisa McVeigh Noland. Okay. Lisa McVeigh Noland. Yes. So it is November third, nineteen eighty four, in Tampa, Florida.
1: Okay, so we're we're going, we're little going a little. Bit, yeah,
0: Lisa is seventeen years old, and she's working nights at a donut shop. And Lisa had a hard childhood. Oh,
1: that's hard to hear. So she was
0: in and out of foster care and was sexually
1: abused. Oh.
0: At the age of fourteen, she moved in with her grandmother, but her grandmother's boyfriend used to put a gun to her head every time he molested her. What the fuck? And this went on for three years. <gasps> it's getting hard and heavy right away, Michelle. Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah. I'm already emotional. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking sobbing before the end of this.
0: So, on November 3rd, after work, Lisa was heading back home, but was planning on committing suicide. <gasps> well, no
1: shit, man. Like,
0: uh, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. She had ready already wrote her suicide note. Mm. So, this was at 2.30 a.m., so she's heading back. Lisa is riding her bike, And then a car drives up behind her and starts honking their horn Mm. and she's like okay i'm I'm on the side yeah leave me alone they drive up ahead of her and park into a church parking lot
1: Mm. so she's
0: like okay so she's cycling by it and then all of a sudden someone grabs her off of her bike (gasps) so he grabs her off of the bike and puts a gun to her left temple she felt the cold steel barrel against her head and she knew the feeling all too familiar oh
1: god oh
0: i'm already (laughs) so upset for lisa he forced her into the car and took her back to his apartment he takes her into the bathroom and gives her a shower for the next 26 hours lisa is continuously raped
1: oh my god (laughs) (laughs) take a drink yes
0: lisa was not really religious but she recalled reciting the lord's prayer and asking god to spare her life god whatever you do don't kill me even though she was going to take her own life being in this situation ignited a fierce determination to fight for her life fuck yeah go lisa she was not going to allow anybody else to take anything else from her (laughs) seriously
1: so emotional today
0: do you need a tissue maybe Oh, no oh,
1: <laughs> Michelle's crying again.
0: Again. <laughs> Fourth time. Oh, I
1: know. God. Uh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. upset for Lisa right <laughs> yes. now and I am of course. fucking feeling her will to live. Right.
0: So during this twenty-six hours, her survival instincts kicked in and she did everything this man asked her to do. She wanted to be clear that what happened to her was not molestation, sexual assault. It was rape. Mm. Lisa tried reverse psychology to try to have him see her as a person and not as an object. He told her that he previously has raped women before. Uh. So Lisa asked, why are you doing this to me? He said, because just to get back at women in general. Yikes. She said, I'll be your girlfriend. I'll do whatever you want. It's unfortunate how we met, but we don't have to tell anyone how we met. Let's do this. He said, no, I can't keep you. Mm. She said she talked to him gently like a four-year-old. Lisa even tried to put as many fingerprints all over the bathroom to show that she was there. Oh, gosh. She was usually blindfolded. And one time when she was blindfolded, he placed her hands on his face so she could feel his face, and there were pockmarks, a small mustache, small ears, short hair, clean cut, kind of stout, but not overweight, just a big guy. He just sounds disgusting, right? Lisa would try to continue conversations, and she told him that she had a sick father that only she could care for. That's smart. He took Lisa into the car and said he would drop her off. Before being dropped off, he stopped at an ATM and and she could see that they were near a Howard Johnson's motel and a Quality Inn. So hmm. I don't know why he did that. I was dumb,
1: but so she was <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck that guy. Yeah. He's fine." Yeah.
0: Finally, he actually took her back to the spot where he took her, and oh, like the
1: church parking lot. Yeah, uh uh-huh. okay.
0: And then having her stand blindfolded, he said, "Stay here for five minutes, and then you can go." So she stood there blindfolded until he drove off, and she took the blindfold off. The very first thing she saw was a beautiful oak tree. Mm. That was the moment she knew her life was about to change forever. Oh. Change for the good. Good. She, <laughs> she saw the branches of new life, and she thinks she got a second chance at life. She was able to catch a glance of his face and his car.
1: Oh. So she
0: knew the type of car he drove and seeing his face and being able to looked. feel it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Approximately what he looked like.
0: Mm-hmm. She immediately went to the police. Investigators search for the ATM near those two hotels. There was only one. They then had the bank give them a list of people who made transactions that night around the same time Lisa was returned. Oh, so
1: maybe there weren't cameras at this point back in
0: 1984. So. Yeah, I guess not. Hmm. But there was only one, Bobby Joe Long. Mm. They quickly arrested him, and he confessed to 10 murders and over 50 rapes across the state of Florida. Oh, my God. Right? He was believed to be the classified ad rapist that they've been looking for, who have attacked over 50 women.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, he,
0: yeah, he confessed for over 50 rapes. So, it sounds like him. So, he would answer ads in the classified page and then rape the women. He was sentenced to death.
1: Good. Did he get it? Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert, Mm -hmm. sorry. Let me do my damn story, Michelle. It goes in order,
0: Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa actually went on and got married which she was Lisa Nolan. So she was Lisa McVeigh, now McVeigh Nolan. Okay. And became a sheriff's deputy at Hillsborough County.
1: She's like, fuck this. I'm getting these Mm -hmm. bastards.
0: Exactly. This is her quote. I wasn't going to allow anybody to hurt me again. And the only way I knew how to do that was to get into law enforcement. My empowerment comes from being so helpless and lost, that feeling I had when I was 17 years old. I'm not lost anymore. I'm on the top of my mountain, and it feels pretty good.
1: Oh, Lisa, that's fantastic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Am I I crying? Yes. (laughs) I'm a protector. No one's going to get hurt on my watch. That was my motivation to become a police officer. I'm no longer the victim. So she has been a deputy for seventeen years, and the past several years, she's been a school resource deputy working at a middle school, not far from where it all happens. Oh gosh, Bobby Joe Long has spent more than three decades in jail. Good. At the age of sixty-five, Bobby was executed.
1: I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> I won't say huzzah again. That was embarrassing.
0: Huzzah! <laughs> huzzah! Finally, died in prison. <laughs> um. On May 23rd, 2019, (laughs) he was pronounced dead at 6.55 p.m. Lisa sat in the front row of his execution. There was also several family members of the victims that were killed.
1: Oh.
0: Um, There's actually a movie about her. The movie was in 2018, and it's called Believe Me, The Abduction of Lisa McVeigh. Mm. So you can check that out. It got a 7.2 out of 10. Oh. So, I mean, it was so rated a good pretty movie. well. Yeah. So, I don't know if she had any... I'm sure, you know, she played a part in creating the movie and such. But she, it wasn't... It's not like a documentary. It's actually like a movie. Oh, I see. So, there's characters who played her a and control, stuff like that.
1: Pe- oh, my gosh. Never yeah. mind. No, no, what? That's cool. <laughs> portrayal. There it yes. is. I worked it out. Portrayal of her life. Oh, my God. I'm sorry.
0: So Lisa, sorry, Lisa. <laughs> so, Lisa took control of her life. She became... A deputy. She's saving lives. So she finally got to see her justice after, like, 35 years oh. of waiting him him on death row. So. Well, at least he
1: was in prison the whole time. He was, yeah, that's true. He must have wanted to get caught on some level just because he couldn't... Well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know the psychology of killers, but... It's true that they do conf- go back to
0: the crime <clears throat> afterwards or, like, they help with the search and stuff. Like, they want to be...
1: Oh no, it's like a thrill for them, I guess again. so,
0: yeah. But with him, it sounds like there was something there because she was able to have her see herself as a person instead of an object. Mm. I mean, she was smart and did everything. She was like, you know, I have a dad at home I have to take care of, which she didn't, she lied about that. But, you know, she tried to make herself a person and even said, you know, hey, let's let's be in a relationship, which, you know, maybe that's what he wanted, but he's like, no, I, I can't do that. So there's something kind of, I bet, I'm sure, not I think anyone who murders and and rapes have some kind of mental issue. <laughs> so Well,
1: I just wonder, you know, and it's I could never watch any of the what is the like front line to catch a killer or oh, to catch right. not I don't think it's kid. But when they would like catch pedophiles and mm-hmm. stuff. And those are like the sleaziest people on earth. Yeah. And then what I have a hard time with is I end up feeling sorry for them and then I get so upset with myself. But on that note something had to happen to them right. that just twisted them so badly, you yeah. know. So it's like on that level, yeah, you can't have a little bit of compassion. But on right. the other level, they're total dirtbags and have done so much harm in the world that, you know, we're probably better without them. Yeah. Um but
0: yeah. I do
1: wonder like what happened to right. them to turn them into what they became. Right. Cuz something must have Well, unless people are just born that way. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hope people aren't born, just born that way.
0: I guess it's a debate of um, nurture versus nature.
1: Yeah. Indeed. So it could be. I mean, really, I figure when you think about it, underneath it all is just pain. Yeah. And, you know, you're trying to pass off your pain and your shame onto someone else, you know, by, yeah. I guess.
0: Or feeling powerful. It could be all about it's Yeah. Sometimes all absolutely. about power.
1: Oh God. Lisa, good job though. Fucking coming out strong. Oh yeah. Right, that was very touching seeing the oak tree. Oh, yeah, right. Just realizing, you know what? My life is gonna be different going forward.
0: Yeah. So <sighs> it is like yeah, it is like an irony. She was gonna commit suicide but then fought for her life. And and she's like, like, fuck
1: that, I'm not committing yeah. Well, it was you know, committing suicide is on your own terms. That's true. And being killed is not on your own terms. Yeah. And that's so right. again, she just got to take that power back.
0: Yep, and so. she did, and she became a sheriff.
1: Yeah. Boom. Right in his motherfucking face. Right. Ugh. All
0: right. So that's that story. Good job, Lisa. <laughs> I know. Uh,
1: <laughs> I am emotional. I don't know what is going on with I don't me today.
0: Know me
1: Good lord, I was just thinking about how much your dad loved you, and it was just the end of the beginning of the end for me. You're gonna <laughs> maybe come to the venue and be like, "Oh my god, it's so beautiful." <laughs> I don't think you want me there. <laughs>
0: there's gonna be a lot of crying i'm just gonna be writing down questions and answers and like so what about this you're like this is beautiful <laughs> you true. can get married right in this corner <laughs> i can see it all now put the bar in this corner
1: you're out of the wedding michelle <laughs> <laughs> you can't even come now <laughs> oh goodness. yeah oh my god you think i'm emotional now wait till your fucking wedding Actually, I'm hoping to just get it all out in the rehearsal dinner. Oh, okay. And so on the day, On I the can day, be... you'll be fine? Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. It's
1: probably not well, going to yeah, happen. I, I feel like that's wishful thinking.
0: I mean, you cried at the wedding that we went to, that you... Okay, I didn't I even you're... know that
1: girl. <laughs> I <was> fucking
0: crying. <laughs>
1: it's all about it's your... the love. It is all about the love. Oh. You're very empathetic. I, when I feel that love and yeah. you can just see it and it's just so clear, oh, it just makes me very emotional. Because it's touching. It is and touching. And it's a wonderful thing. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, tell your story. <laughs> I don't even want to now. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, jump into your story. Do you ever think you'll get bangs again? I don't know. Like, straight bangs? Yeah, just no, like no, 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 full no, no. across. No, I saw no. some childhood pictures of Caitlyn today, and <laughs> she had some hardcore bangs. I
0: did. It was straight across bangs. But I was a ladybug, so I looked cute. You
1: did look cute. You should probably post that picture, because it was fucking adorable.
0: Maybe, we'll see. Ah, I've <laughs> never posted that picture. That was so ah. cute.
1: <laughs> she was singing with apparently some passion yeah, I and a lot of passion not far. a lot of grace, maybe, no, is what we're looking at. I was at. a little chunker. Was... <laughs> you were fucking adorable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, right.
1: All right. This makes me think back to the little girl I met and it was such a little uh, bitch to me. Good times. Yeah, it was good times. All right, I'm sorry. So this story is about uh, Jeremy Sutcliffe, I think. Sutcliffe. Hopefully it's not completely wrong. I'll get an email from Jeremy and be like, you're an idiot. You say Um, that
0: every time. I
1: know, I do getting a little old okay
0: um so So this is
1: may 2018 and this is lake corpus christi texas okay so these it's a married couple and they had they're sort of outdoorsy and wilderness loving and they um bought this property it was like their dream property in texas you know because they wanted to be near the outdoors so the the house they bought just needed a lot of work um but they were into it they were this was their dream property okay they had a couple kids and so they were uh just slowly working on getting this property together okay all right so on this sunday morning the couple was out doing some yard work so i think jeremy was mowing and uh his wife jennifer was working in the garden
0: so they live right off this lake so it's like like
1: i'm not sure exactly i don't Mm. know what it looks like this they were living in a trailer on a one acre lot, and the house was a total gut job. So they oh. were working on the house, living in this trailer on this oh, little okay. one acre lot. Cool. And I think this was they were it was gonna be like their retirement property. Yeah, okay. Even though they're only How in their forties. They? Oh they're forty. I think he's forty three, I wanna say. Okay. Um and she's forty. So they were getting ready, they were getting their yard ready for this like cookout that they were gonna have later. And she reached down his wife, Jennifer, to grab a weed and Mm -hmm. she saw a rattlesnake (gasps) right next to her. Oh, shit.
0: So she yells
1: snake and sort of jumps up and gets out of the way. Okay. The snake, which was a meter long, rose into striking position with its dusty triangular head tensed and its tail rattling.
0: So she leaped back, and then he's like, with his little tail. Yeah, exactly, okay. and is
1: getting ready to right. go for
0: Okay. I was wondering, because usually they don't, yeah, that's the warning they have, right? The,
1: the yeah, the, the rattle. So Jeremy figured it was just one of the harmless rat snakes that were in the yard all but over. it's rattling. Well, he doesn't know that, because oh, okay, he's okay, off okay. mowing. He I just hear. hears snake. her yell, snake. I see, okay. And um, so he grabbed a shovel, and he ran over to give her a hand. Okay. And when he got over there, he heard it rattling. And so he sort of realized that it was a much more serious situation than he originally thought. So his wife was cornered between some shrubbery and the wall of the house and the snake was directly in front of her. Oh, okay. So at first he tried to sort of scoop it up with his shovel Uh to sort of fling it out of the way. And that wasn't working. And so what he did is he took the shovel and he stabbed at the snake okay, and yeah. decapitated it oh wow so he was able to kill the snake okay and it's like yay your wife is safe all as well
0: yeah where's the story going <laughs> don't you worry about it <laughs>
1: um so he just left it there and she went inside she was rattled yeah well, <laughs> no pun intended but she needed to kind of go inside and calm down and chill out a little bit okay and so about 10 minutes later, she calls out to Jeremy that she wants to let the dogs out. <gasps> and so her two little dogs. And, and so he figures uh-huh. that he should go clean up the snake oh, before, before they go oh, outside. Because okay, okay, okay. if he's anything like my dogs, they will immediately go to whatever dead thing is in the yard, <laughs> put it in their mouth, and then bring it over to you and just drop it in front of you. It's they horrifying. Really, don't
0: dogs, like, roll in dead things, to you <sighs>
1: Fucking Charlie does all day long. <laughs> Yeah, so I think he was, you know, I don't want the dogs messing with this rattlesnake. Yeah. So he goes out to go clean it up. And so he found a stick and what he was going to do is sort of flick the snake head out into the bushes more to just get it out of there. Okay. But what happened was, and I guess this is fairly common, Uh the snake head was almost like still alive and it flung out and bit him right in the hand. What? Yeah. So How long has it been? Do you know? It's been like 10 minutes. What? And so it's almost like a chicken Chicken, running around with... It's like it's just on pure like nerves in its Uh body that's forcing it to like kick around. But it sounds like maybe even though it was dead, it... I don't know. It still just went for it and Mm -hmm. still had its defense mechanisms up. Because I guess rattlesnakes, they will give you like they kind of conserve their venom and will if they bite you the first time it's usually like a warning bite okay. if you will so not all the venom will go in okay but because the snake was pretty much dead and it was only a head it just latched on. latched on and just squirted i don't know if that's the right word just put all the venom into his hand
0: Wow. So it just
1: let all that venom go because, of course, the snake has nothing to lose because it's pretty much dead at this point. That's
0: crazy. So it's just like a little head bouncing around.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I don't even know if it was like it was bouncing, bouncing around, out, but, but he was just near it, and then, and it, then it, it, it just shot change. up and. Hit. That's
0: scary. You just yeah. see a little head like.
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> like a head with like two inches of its body yeah. attached to it still.
0: Oh my god! So. That's crazy, nature.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, nature. Right in your face. God. So he's trying to, like, get it off of his hand. Okay. And so he's able to get, like, one fang out, Uh and then it just, like, reattached itself. (gasps) And so it just pumped all the venom that it still had in his body just directly into Jeremy.
0: I'm surprised how strong it is.
1: Yeah, no being, shit. Like, like oh, he he couldn't get it off. It just had, like, clenched on, yeah. and it clenched on, I guess, to his ring finger.
0: Okay. So
1: uh. Jennifer, who was a trained nurse, oh. came running when yeah, she lucky. heard. Yeah, all the screaming. And she saw her husband just struggling around with his snake head attached to his yeah. hand. And so she realized... He needs to see someone yeah. right away. He needs medical attention this second. Right. And so she ran back to the trailer to get the car keys. And Jeremy was still trying to get the head off of um, his hand. And the fangs finally kind of came loose and he was able to whip it away. Oh, so okay. fling it off. But so Jennifer told him to get in the car and they go rushing towards the hospital, okay. which apparently is a ways away. So, she's on the phone with 911, Uh racing to the hospital, and they were still a half an hour away when the paramedics are like, you need to meet us at this point, because he is... Won't make it. He won't make it. (gasps) And... Oh, my gosh. So, she pulls off, and um, the paramedics meet her sort of in this parking lot, and they're trying to work on him, and then they're going. So... Okay. She... The this paramedics are rushing off to the hospital, and she's following behind. And then they they pull off to the side of the road all of a sudden, and they're like, we're never going to make it to the hospital. So they had called a helicopter <gasps> to come in to race them to the hospital. Oh, my gosh. So they sat there for, like, fucking 10 or 15 minutes waiting for this damn helicopter uh-huh. to get there. Oh, one thing I didn't mention while they're racing down the road before uh-huh. they met the paramedics. He, like, went blind <gasps> in the car oh, and then no. started having seizures. Oh so he's God. like, I can't see, I can't see, and then started having seizures. Whoa. And so I can't even imagine. I but know. that's like having your husband in the seat yeah. next to you. Um, and so they wait for the paramedics. The paramedics get it there. They start walking. At this point, his blood pressure has completely plummeted, and they can't even, like... Now he's, like, not responding.
0: Oh, my gosh, no! Yeah.
1: So they get him onto a helicopter and then into the emergency room and off to go work on him. Uh Uh-huh. So, here, let's read a little bit about Rattlesnake. Okay, yes, please do. As they call it, is a miracle of evolution.
0: We don't have rattlesnakes in Oregon, do we?
1: Um, in Eastern Oregon, Eastern I Oregon, think there I is. We had rattlesnakes in California where I lived, oh, and really? so you just had to be careful. Right. I think we even had a couple of rattlesnakes on our property really? at one time when we were growing up. We had black widows and rattlesnakes. Oh <laughs> but, gosh. But we just stayed. I mean, I don't think I ever saw one. Yeah, so sorry. okay, so rattlesnake venom. As they put it is a complex cocktail of enzymes and proteins that when injected to the victim's bloodstream acts as a powerful blood thinner destroying skin tissue and blood cells and causing internal hemorrhaging so it's apparently just destroying his body as it's going through so once jennifer gets to the emergency room it's just completely hectic all, everyone's working on him To try to get his blood pressure up She it, didn't
0: go with him in the helicopter she just I don't think driving. so yeah. yeah she
1: just kept driving They probably wouldn't let her I'm right, sure she I'm sure, wanted yeah. to So just two hours after he had been bitten, his right hand was enormous and completely swollen. Oh, I bet. Um, And an an angry red was creeping up his forearm. (gasps) So he's just like swollen, swollen, swollen. So they gave him a host of treatments, including vitamin K to clot the blood and dose after dose of antivenom. So most people, when they get bit by a snake, they get about four to eight two. Actually, excuse me, two to four doses of antivenom. Okay, he had twenty six <gasps> doses of antivenom. Twenty six? Yeah. So this poor guy is having a hard time, and they still cannot get his blood pressure up. So I guess your blood won't pump if your blood pressure is under sixty five. Oh. And so his was well under that. And so it's just like the heart was not pumping his blood. Oh, my God. I know. This poor guy. They are, as well as giving him all this anti-venom and everything, they're just pumping liquids into him to try to. Anything. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Doctors had put an IV bag into an inflatable sleeve that they pumped up like a blood pressure cuff literally squeezing fluid into her husband's body as fast (gasps) as they could
0: oh my gosh
1: they she had never in all of her nursing career had seen anything like it and of course it completely terrified her i bet at about 3 a.m that next morning the doctors approached her her husband was not doing well his blood pressure was still dangerously low and at that point they said there's nothing else that we can do (gasps) and so they put him into uh an induced coma Uh uh-huh and so just hope Hoping that his own body would push out the venom uh-huh. and start healing itself on its own, mm. but there was no more treatments they can do. And so she went to her husband at his bedside and grabbed his hand and said, "You find that venom and you push it out of your body. You can't die." Aww, I know. I'm... Oh, tissues. God, tissues. I can't it burn, Jeremy. Please live. Spoiler alert! it's a survival story. <laughs> So, and then as the hours ticked by, she saw that his blood pressure was just slowly rising. Mm-hmm. So it went from 65 to 70. And then um, by the next morning, his blood pressure was stable. So wow. by sunrise the following day, the worst was over. So, so he was only
0: in a coma for a day. No. Oh, sorry. So
1: on May 31st, we were at May 18th. Oh, I see. Oh, wait, okay. no oh no we were in may i just said not may 2018 not may 18. so five days later after the rattlesnake he killed nearly killed him jeremy emerged from his coma and found himself in a strange hospital room uh his mind was foggy his entire body was swollen with the 20 kilograms of water that they had like forced into him he said pain radiated from his legs, his arms, his bowels, everywhere. And he looked around and he saw that he was surrounded by family. Aww. His wife was there and his daughter and her children and his son were all there. Aww. Uh, the next few weeks were difficult. Uh, a mixture of venom and anti-venom had caused severe kidney damage.
0: Oh, I bet. And so
1: he had to go on to dialysis oh my after gosh. that. Yeah. The toxins had left him with gallstones, kidney stones, and fierce abdominal pain. He was so weak, he couldn't stand at all. The medical expenses piled up close to $60,000. Oh,
0: my God. I know.
1: So the couple started a GoFundMe Uh, account to help pay for the large amount of treatments that he had to get. The fingers on his right hand were so badly wounded. The doctors had tried skin grafts and things, yeah. but they were unsuccessful. So they ended up taking, he, they amputated his ring finger and his middle finger. Yeah. Oh, so those two babies are gone. I know. <laughs> well with the other hand? Oh, right. So. There's still hope in the world. <laughs> He was still feeling positive. He was just happy to be alive. Yeah. Um, about a month later after the bite, his kidneys were working well enough that he could take him off dialysis. Oh, good. Um, he said he would trade a couple of fingers for my kidneys coming back. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In late June, he was released from the hospital and they moved back to their dream home in progress. And one evening in July, they finally had the cookout that they had been planning for. Back in May. oh Gosh. On the cookout, uh, he took a little time, you know, amongst all the eating of hamburgers and grilled yeah. corn and things to really appreciate his life and... Continue uh, on with Yeah, his... continue on. This was their paradise and no snake could change that. Aww, Boom.
0: I saw this video and they did. They put a Petri dish of blood and they put in some venom uh-huh. from snake venom and it just Co-
1: coagulated yeah, the blood did.
0: yeah it, oh, i'll have to show you it's that's... crazy how fast it was too like it was like boom and it was just like instead of like liquidy it just plopped out as oh, one giant thing that
1: can't be good no, <laughs> no. that doesn't sound healthy at so all i
0: bet that maybe that's what it, i don't know if it was rattlesnake venom but it was a sort of snake venom
1: i'm sure all of it sort of works the same. similar god that's it's I never really, I think, appreciated how poisonous and how just completely damaging to the body just one small bite can do.
0: Well, something so small too, like even spiders can do that to, you know, certain spiders can do that. And, you know, snakes are, well, some snakes are small,
1: but still can, you know, kill you. I've always been a little bit scared of snakes, but I like snakes. It's Mm -hmm. weird. What just scares me is he killed it. I mean, he decapitated that thing. Yeah,
0: when you have no head, you should be dead.
1: Yeah, and he went out ten minutes later, and that snake just attached to him. Ew. Yeah.
0: That's scary. Yeah,
1: like... Would you have pet snakes? mm, Maybe, if it was like a a garden snake. Hashtag wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is no, I would not have snakes as a pet.
0: Like, snakes is a really common fear. So is spiders, I guess, too, though, so...
1: I get it. Man, I was just doing some dishes... Uh, down in the basement and I was like rinsing off a dish and this giant spider who had been like living under the ledge came oh, wow. like crawling out and did I freak out and kill it? Yes.
0: yes oh, you I killed did. it.
1: Yeah. You would have like been, Oh, sweet spider. Let me save you. And I but you like weren't there. Sp- I so I murdered it.
0: I do like spiders. I think they're good for the world. Like they kill other bugs They are, good and for they the won't world. bother you if you bother them. I feel, you know, like tarantulas. They're chill. Like, they, you can play with them. They can be pets and stuff. But if you, like, show aggression to them, they're going to be aggressive back. Which Kaylin, is. you've <laughs> lost
1: your goddamn mind. Just FYI. I'm
0: just saying, if there's a little baby spider, I'm going to take them in my hand and be like, boop, outside. Like, and it's like,
1: ah, I kill you. Uh.
0: No, they can't do nothing. Unless it was, like, a black widow, then I'll be like, you have to die. Yeah, because
1: I'm not going <laughs> to. We have this one little. Um... We had a bunch of these, like, little outbuildings mm-hmm. in our property where I grew up, and we had this one that was a playhouse. It was meant to be a playhouse for kids, yeah. and I was, like, super excited about it, and my dad is like, if you ever go in there, I'll kill you, because apparently it was completely infestated. Oh, with, wow. Is that right? Infested. Yeah. Not infestated. Oh. Infested <laughs> with black widows. Oh, my and, gosh. Yeah, so we had to stay away We had quite a few black widows really? in our house. Yeah. That's scary. It was kind of scary, but we just, I don't know. We just stayed out of that one little Playroom, playhouse yeah. and never thought about it again. Right.
0: It's like, that's their home now. Yeah.
1: I see. <laughs> they can have it forever. It's probably still there.
0: I just remember one time you brought down a bag of sugar. And you put oh, down. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. <laughs> you put the bag down and a giant spider just like bloop was right <laughs> on it. You're like, I carried that down
1: on my shoulder. <laughs> right next to my face. <laughs> No, and it uh, like got into the sugar, and I didn't actually want to kill it. Right. So I was, I Try remember scooping walking it. all around, like pouring the sugar out into my big bin, yeah. and like it running all around, and I was trying not to like just completely cover it with sugar. Right. But I think I got over it in the end, and then did in fact <laughs> <Very> kill it. It was sugar. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Avalanche of sugar spider. Take that. What a way to go. Death by sugar. I know. But by the
0: way. Michelle's arm is all wrapped up because she burned herself so it's bad. It's totally coming off.
1: Do you want to see it? I do want to see it's it. It's really gross. I want to see it. It show me. Okay. It's coming. Are I'm, you ready? I'm ready. It's gross.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty <gasps> gross, right? Michelle <laughs> That's so bad. It is.
1: It didn't hurt for the longest time and it, then... you tell
0: it blistered and it popped already. Yeah,
1: well that's what hurt is it was all it was completely a whole blister. What is that part? It's where I scraped it. And it just, so that's been scabbing up for like a few days.
0: What? But yeah, look, it's all swollen all around here. So it's got
1: Neosporin and stuff on it. But yeah, it's completely fucking gross. Yeah, you have to show me to Put that back over it.
0: Poor thing. I
1: had this really slick stuff. It was by NextCare or something. Anyway, it was like second skin. Uh And so that worked really well. So I put that with a gauze pad over it.
0: Okay. And then
1: once that came off, and I didn't have another, and did not go to the store to buy another, that's when it started getting really gross.
0: She actually poured some boiled sugar <laughs> on her arm. That's how it she did it. It just sort of it.
1: blooped out, right? And man, and I I finished pouring the sugar, and I was totally calm about it because I could tell it's it bad. wasn't good. Yeah. yeah, it was just this big chunk of sugar just. Just, yeah because it's hey, just
0: burning to your skin yeah like, it sticks there yeah and can, I can't
1: wipe it off right and so I it just stuck there burning yeah Ew, oh so my I God. put the pot down I got it under cold water and I just let cold water run uh-huh. on it for a really long time and then it was feeling much better but then I went to like go dry it and uh-huh. not all the sugar was off so it stuck to the towel <gasps> oh it was totally gross
0: did you call Joel down okay,
1: let me tell you the story oh. about Joel. Oh, shit. <gasps> so I go upstairs, uh-huh. and he's on a meeting, because oh, he's okay. working from home yep. and everything. And I show it to him, and he's like, uh. Oh. And then turn back around to his, like, meeting, and that was the only acknowledgement I got. And so I was like, Joel, <laughs> I'm super fucking annoyed with you. <laughs> Not caring about my burning right? that much. And he's just like, well, now that I see it, I can tell us." Oh. A little bit worse than I initially men, thought. Men, like I said,
0: men have in, again, in one of my classes, is like men's brains are like boxes. And so they have a, a work box. So if you try to like change what they're thinking, it's just like, uh-huh. And
1: yeah. then they continue
0: on with that box. He was
1: not ready to go into, into the Michelle's box. injured box. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because women's brains are like wires. They're all connected and can do multiple, you know, oh. just think- So men's are like boxes. Women's are like wires, all connected. Men can focus pretty much on like a few things at a time. I was
1: totally fucking pissed, though. Well, so I would be, too. Instead yeah. of just hanging out and, you know, being upset about my burn, I just hung out and was upset with Joel's reaction. Yeah. And then he was super nice about it after that. And Once he lovely. put it
0: in that box, yeah. he's like, oh, shit, Michelle. I was
1: like, hell no. I'm getting more attention than this. <laughs> so yeah. don't pour boiled sugar on yourself. It's the worst. Yeah. It's just so hot and it's sticky. You Thank can't you. do anything about it. Yeah. It's the first. This is after. This is going on my fifth year cooking sugar. Wow. And this is by far the worst the worst that I've encountered. Wow. Joel's like, maybe you'll wear some safety. Because I was, of course, right. wearing a tank top at the time. and just <laughs> Well,
0: because it's hot. But, yeah. But you still got to. Yeah. You gotta that's hard.
1: Take care of your safety. Whatever. Safety first, Michelle. Save it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. But now it really hurts. Right. Huh? <laughs> No, this is not as bad as the burn on my leg, though, with the top ramen. That was the worst. Right, as a kid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We talked about that. Well, like,
1: 17. You're like, what the fuck ever. Shut up. I'm so underage, whatever. (laughs) All
0: right. So, uh, well, thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed this
1: episode, and we hope that you're staying safe and being kind to others at this time. Yes. Please be kind to others. Don't murder anyone. (laughs) Don't rape anyone. Yeah. Fucking, you have those feelings, squash them down and get some help. (laughs) 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 I I just saved the
0: world. (laughs) I I wasn't expecting that. But all right. Well uh you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook, and we do have a website, ww. I should dead right now dot com. Or you can even email us just to be like, hey, what's up, ladies? Or if you have a story that you want us to cover or one of your own that you would like for us to share, that'd be awesome. And that's at I Should Totally Be Dead right now at gmail dot com. There we go. Ooh. So so do it and uh Drink grasshoppers. I don't know.
1: They are good. Yeah. Grasshoppers are delicious. If you haven't tried one, I think they were kind of made famous a little bit by Big Bang Theory because Raj always drank them.
0: Oh, I have And agreed.
1: I saw them and I was like, those look weird. But turns out they're delicious. Interesting. This was my first grasshopper.
0: This is my first grasshopper.
1: I could drink them a lot.
0: Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>